Hello and welcome. I'm Mark Wilkins, Technologies and Training Director at Valent, and I'm joined today by Andrew Ireland, Digital Technologies Development Manager at Valent, and Michael Dawes from Your Plumbing. Michael's a heating engineer based in Northumberland. Firstly, thanks to you both for joining me. On today's episode, we'll be taking a closer look at our Senso range of controls, how installers can talk to customers about this technology, the important point they play in making a heating system run as efficiently as possible, and how they are able to integrate with low-carbon technologies such as heat pumps. Andy, I'll start with you with my first question. I see that the Senso range, Senso Home and Senso Comfort, has multiple control options. Can you explain what these are and the benefits of each and what type of installs they work best for, please? Yes, Mark. So we've got uh, we've tailored the Senso range to support really uh, lots of, of different installations in terms of um, everything from boilers to heat pumps. So if you look specifically at the Senso Comfort, uh, the Senso Comfort is the weather compensating control. So that's the uh, the all singing or dancing uh, control in terms of efficiency, but it's also the system control in the portfolio. So it's the one that supports multi heating circuits, uh, and what that allows is for the flexibility throughout the property to have multiple zones and multiple circuits uh, for, for central heating uh, as well as domestic hot water and then you can you can be quite specific with that control it's very flexible so you could have multiple hot water circuits multiple heating circuits it's got the flexibility to to reconfigure those circuits we call them uh, multifunctional circuits so alongside of that you've got the the mass market kind of um, the guy that is the the, the forerunner um, for the majority of installations, which is the Senso Home. So the Senso Home is a load compensating control out of the box. Um, so essentially uh, load compensating the property, and that will support between one and two heating circuits. So you can do uh, sort of 80 to 90% of installations in the UK typically within the one to two zones. And this guy is targeted at making sure that the installation of those common systems is is uh, is very, very straightforward. So this one is targeted at boilers. It doesn't support heat pumps at the moment. Uh, that's where the Senso Comfort is taking the lead. Uh, the Senso Home is for the boiler market, a single uh, heating um, circuit and two heating circuits now the full range supports system open vent and uh, regular boilers as well as combis for the for the gas boilers and on the heat pump side as i've already t- touched on the senso comfort is the main control there um, they're all available in wired and wireless versions which i didn't mention um, and yeah i think that gives you um a pretty quick fire, I say quick fire, it's quite long-winded, but a quick fire um, <laughs> insight into those controls. Well, thanks for that, Andy. There's clearly been a lot of thought that's gone into the development of the range. But I think uh, customers are probably sidetracked when we talk about controls and think of some of the big names on the market, the specialist controls uh, companies. What are the benefits of installing a sensor control in tandem with a valent boiler or heat pump rather than a, an off-the-shelf generic control? We actually started working on the Senso range uh, five years ago, um, so it's been um, some significant uh, amount of time that's that's gone into the, into the development. You're absolutely right, and and really throughout the development, one of the key things that that always rings true is that that we make sure that when we're designing these controls, we're really designing them as an extension of the heating appliance and not a specific product in itself. So they're all designed to take full advantage of um, the appliances. There's some real significant upgrades in terms of when you use the controls. And I'm not just talking about efficiency. Now, in terms of efficiency, we have load compensating, weather compensating, as well as full modulation of the the boilers and the heat pumps. So it's, it's important to note, and I've mentioned it before, but 
the control is very much an extension of the appliance. So the appliance, it knows what kilowatt it is. It knows what its efficiency level is. Certainly when you look at the uh, heat pumps and they've got the coefficient of performance, you know, that varies model by model. And the appliance knows it itself better than, than anything else. And realistically, what the uh, controls do is just act as a bridge between the environment temperatures. So what's the actual room temperature? What's the desired temperature? Do we need to be on or off? And it passes that information to the heating appliance. So the heating appliance can can utilise that information to make the right decision. As historically, you know, with, with a lot of third-party solutions, they're really operating in the dark. They don't realistically know what's going on in the property. They just know they need to turn on or off. So it's uh, it, it, it really elevates and allows the, the appliance to, to make the intelligent decisions. Uh, and we're not trying to make that decision for it. Now, that also operates vice versa. So, you know, on the one hand, we're passing data to uh, on, on the property to the, to, the, to the heating appliance, such as the boiler or the heat pump. But vice versa, when we move forward to uh, into the world of IoT and into the world of internet connectivity, and as I mentioned before, we're only just scratching the surface on... Um, on what we can do, and because we've got this uh, this connection via eBus, so you know we're speaking in, in valent, uh, and we're passing that information through uh, to our internet gateways, it means that the the opportunities that are available not just today, but in the next in the coming few years, when we look at things like remote diagnostics and energy management, are. Uh, they're really huge in terms of the data that's available for us and to us via these controls. So, um, you know, it's not just the, an advantage today, but you're going to see significant uh, improvements to these products. If you, you know, if you're installing them today, you're still going to see some improvements two years from now in, in what they can actually do and deliver. So question to you, Michael. Uh, obviously, I mentioned that we've been working on, on, on the sensor range for, for five years now, and a, a large part of that, believe it or not, was not so much the, the technical system side of things. It was really on the usability uh, of the control. So for, for, for the longest time, uh, certainly since I started, installers have been telling me, you need to get this nailed. You really need to work on the setup, the commissioning. And I think this is something that's always going to be, uh, we we're always going to be developing and building on this. But I'd really like to get your thoughts and feedback on things like the, the initial commissioning step-by-step guide, how you found that, as well as the, the time schedule, um, uh, the time schedule assistant and how it walks you through getting the time set up. Um, the, the products, well, it looks fantastic for a start. Um, the, the setup, I'm pleased with that. Yeah, it really looks, looks really, really good. Um, the, the guided setup actually really helps customers. It actually saves me time as well because I can, once it's been configured for the boiler, whether it be a combi or an open vent or a system boiler, depending on what components are added onto it, like additional um, remote thermostats for other zones or cylinders, all that kind of stuff, um, I can hand that over to the customer and say, well, look, there you go. Go through this guided assistant um, for your times and it will give you a very quick and easy setup for the whole week. You can then go into it after the fact and then make tweaks, add extra time periods in, give different temperatures. Um, it it gives a very good broad setup for the customer straight away and it, it gets them familiar with using the controls as well. Yeah, I've, I've, I used to work on the tools myself and, and that when you when you first setting up a control at the end of a job you leave it to last and then you've got to pull the instruction manual out and follow it around it's <laughs> often takes more time than you anticipate so we really um, try to speed it up 
and, and make that handover you know much easier for you with with this new range. So it's good to hear that you're finding it to be a good development. It is, and the fact customers find it a bit easier to use is really good as well, uh, considering that that's going to be how they operate their heating system. I think that's probably one of the more important parts of it as well. Uh, the boiler is, as you say, one part of it, but the control is how they're going to control their heating going forward. Yeah, and do you, do you, do you find that that customers once they've once they've uh, once you've done that initial setup, or the customers done that initial setup, that they go into the time programs um, often, or is it more likely that they just tend to boost it and uh, use the boost function? I think. I would hope that once they set it up, they're quite happy with it, but there's always the the option to tweak it afterwards. Um, the boost function, as it were, and I'll say that in inverted commas, boost, the, the, the temporary override um, on the new control is far more intuitive than what the last one was. Um, the click for permanent change button was a bit of a confuser, I think, on the old controls. That's not there on this one, and it's... And you can set the length of time much easier on this one. So it's the boost is kind of like a boost, uh, which this is kind of like a throwback to the older controls, which especially with older customers that are used to really old time clocks and the boost button or the advanced button, they really get that, and that is really helpful to them. Yeah, when we when we did the the, the focus groups for this with with customers, it, it, the, the customers were just fundamentally saying, you know, I, I want to tell it what temperature I want and for how long, <laughs> and, and that was where that function came from, really. Um, and yeah, you're right. That, that previously with the the press to the, the press to confirm, um, it's definitely we definitely improved uh, and moved on since then. Yeah, usability is jumped up at least a couple of levels. Um, it was a good controller before on the 700 and the and the 470s before that, um, but these new ones are uh, at a completely different level. They're far, far, far better, much usable. So we we touched on earlier, um, and it's a real uh, focus for me. Is now that we've got um, connectivity and we've got we've got internet connectivity, and we've not really spoken about that actually just just yet in terms of of, of your opinion towards towards internet connectivity uh, and if you're fitting non-connected or in, internet connected controls, and if you see that becoming more popular, I'd be definitely be interested in in hearing about that. Um, but also that really brings to light the advantages of remote diagnostics. Um, and some of the ways that we've been working on really trying to, to turbocharge you guys um, and to enable you to not just be able to uh, to fit the controls and to utilize the controls so the customer's got an app so they can control their heating and hot water, but to really enable you guys to also provide an after-sales service. Really, you get that detailed information coming through from remote diagnostics that allows you to, to really identify those faults. And I, I must admit, in the early days, we were, we was just sending through like raw data. So we're moving, or we've moved towards insights now. So it's not just giving you the fault code, it's really giving you the fault code, the detail behind and what we believe that the problem will be. And um, this is something that we're putting a lot of time into. And I'd, I'd really be interested on um, in getting your opinion on if that makes a difference or if you think that will make a difference to your to your time, um, certainly during a, a busy uh, heating season. Um during the heating season, time is a massive. You don't have enough. Never ever have enough. Um, having the remote diagnostics available gives you another string to your bow, really, in a way. Um, if you've got, well, I've got um, remote diagnostics on my phone. Uh, I've got my own boiler on it, just to show customers what remote diagnostics is like. I keep um, 
well, through customers' permission, of course, I've got other customers' heating installations on my phone with the Senso app. I've also got it on the, the vSmart as well. And if they are struggling with setting something up on their controller, I can go into it and change it for them. Um, I can also tell them as well, this is how you get rid of my access if at any one point in time that you want to punt me off it. Um, but in the meantime, I'm quite happy to, to look at that and set it up for you. So instead of me sp going and driving around to Mrs. Jones's house to reset her programmer when the clocks change or when her heating requirements change because it does move from autumn through to winter, I could with her permission, of course, go on to it and then just like, oh, there we go. I've changed your time profile now. The heating's going to be 21 degrees at four o'clock now instead of six. Um, and that saves me having to go out and see her because I would do that as part of the like, kind of customer care. She can just ring us up and I can sort that out when I'm sat watching the telly at eight o'clock at night quite easily from my phone. Uh, and the diagnostic side of things, if it was to break down um, using the, the, the diagnostic app, uh, I've got the access to the fault codes. Um, I can look at it. If it's a case of that it's the pressure's dropping, I can look at when that pressure's dropping. Um, I can keep an eye on it, and we can make a, a decision on what needs to be done, and whether it's dropping naturally by itself all the time or if it's just doing it when the, when the heating's on. You can make a, an informed decision before you even turn up um, about what you're going to look at, which, again, it's going to save you a bit of time uh, just armed you with that bit more information. It's, that's fantastic, and that's that's essentially what we're, we're trying to do. I think that service that you're you're talking about there is is really what differentiates uh, the, you know your business as well as uh, the Valent brand, and, and when the two come together from from what's available in the marketplace, because that service is just second to none, in my opinion. I've I've been there with a few installers when they've been able to phone the customer before they've known there's a problem. Um, sort of, you know, if you get on it early enough, six o'clock in the morning, just typically when the boiler fails, you can you can get on the phone and say, just just go and, you know, we've had customers that have said to us, they don't believe us and they go and turn the hot tap on and there's no hot water. So it really is um, something I personally feel really passionate about. I love it. I've got it where um, I've rang a customer and said, your boiler pressure is getting just a little touch low because um, it's came up with a certain, it's not a fault code. It hasn't actually gone to fault at that point, but it's came up with, a, I think it was an M20 fault or code, uh, which was saying it's it's approaching the low pressure end. They just needed to add that little 0 0.1, 0 0.2 bar back into the system uh, to prevent the boiler going into fault. And they were actually, well, how, I, I don't quite understand how you, well, yeah, well, you were right. Yeah, it was a bit low. Uh, thanks for that. You've actually hit the nail on the head with the water pressure as well. So that that's, so you, you, you I should mention a couple of things. So you, you mentioned the Senso app. So the Senso app at the moment, uh, as we, we're in, we're in uh, early, early January at the moment, doesn't actually support service assist, but it will do in the next few, but uh, basically the, ne the next coming months. Um, and not just are we are we moving over uh, the sensor range onto the new diagnostics platform, so you'd be able to really sort of up the game in terms of remote diagnostics from what you're doing today. Um, we are in the process of rolling out. We've got enough data now to do water pressure prediction. Um, so within the actual application itself, to save you, because that, you, that's quite a common um, use case that we've seen a lot of lads monitoring the water pressure. Because I think I think. If you look at the connectivity base, I think something like sixty percent of all the faults that we see remotely are, are water pressure related. Um, it's, 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 you know, everybody knows if you install a boiler, a couple of weeks later the pressure's dropped a little bit just from it settling. Um, and what we can do 
is give you a date when of when that 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 pressure will drop below so you'll know in the, when you look at that prop that 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 um that property uh, you'll see an indication of when we believe the water pressure will drop below so you can really sort of turbocharge that planning to make sure that it's not going to be on the, the 25th of December or something like that <laughs> um, and, and, and really start to, to, to move towards that sort of proactive um, stance or at least get the warnings a bit earlier, like you say, with the M20s. Yeah, they're, they're really useful to have a look at. Uh, if you're having a slightly problematic system as well where you can't spend all the time in front of the boiler because you've got other customers to go and see you can have a look at the history of these different m codes and fault codes and things like that that come up you can actually have a look through it and see what the boiler was doing at the time um because it might not do it when you're there i mean the amount of times i've been to any fault on a heat system but well it was doing it just before you got here but <laughs> it doesn't help me now um so yeah just to have a look at seeing what was happening with it when it does go wrong when you're not there is actually really useful you're a man after my own heart it's it's um it's we, we see it with with um fun enough expansion vessels you, you can really use the history the history graph when you look at the, the the water pressure and you look at the flow and return temperatures you can you can quite easily identify if you've got a, i don't know a, an expansion vessel that's not quite charged properly or maybe it's touching the the, the level of it needing to um uh, to, for it being maybe having a little bit more expansion needed for the system if it's a bigger system you can see the the reaction of the water pressure to the flow temperature um and and you know all these kind of these these historically these faults where it's a bit more you know you don't want to sit in the sit in the customer's uh you know kitchen watching the boiler for too long because it gets a bit awkward after a couple of cup of teas so it really um <laughs> it really helps you sort of you know keep an eye on it without actually having to be there and keep an eye on it so i'm, I'm pleased you've said that Michael, we've heard about the appeal of the Senso range to installers, the ease of installation, the simplicity of setup, and, and even the remote diagnostics function. But how do you sell these benefits to customers, and, and what are the features that customers are most interested in? Ease of use has got to be the biggest one out the whole lot of, in terms of what they're looking for. Um, it's got to look good. Uh, there's other generic thermostats out in the market which have a certain physical appearance which is desirable for customers um it's got to fit in with the decor sometimes sadly um but the the functionality of the controller for me is a major selling point um at the moment uh, the fact that the controller has the same guarantee as the boiler is the biggest massive overriding selling point of it full stop um the fact that you can guarantee the whole installation for 10 years or up to 10 years is, is a massive selling point for me um, the fact that the controller communicates directly with the boiler actually communicates it doesn't just tell it to go on and off it doesn't just say fire up full rate and blast the radiators let's give it a, a gentle heat let's get it give it just the right amount of heat to make it the right temperature in the house rather than then going full bore and that in itself saves gas. The fact that controllers communicate so well makes it for a much more stable indoor temperature, makes it more comfortable. And I try and put that point across to customers. It's not about how hot the radiators are, it's about making sure that you're the right temperature in your house. Uh, and if you've got something going full bore all the time, the temperature overshoots. It then comes back down the other side. It doesn't feel as comfortable in the house as if it's just doing a gentle heat all of the time. Um, and because it's doing a gentle heat, 
kind of like in a car, you're not putting your foot to the floor and then taking your foot off the floor. And on, off, on, off, you get a much more gentle ride through your through your car, through your heating. Um, so it's everything about it is more efficient. It's more comfortable. It's a communication between the controls and the, uh, and the heat source. It, being gentle is going to prolong the life of everything as well. Um, the fact that the heating system doesn't get red hot um, helps with from a corrosion point of view as well. If it's not going at 70 odd, 75 degrees C, your corrosion rate in the heating system is not going to be as big. Um, the fact that you can run it at 40 or 50 degrees C when it's spring and autumn, when it doesn't need to be 70 degrees C, it's, it's, it all helps with the efficiency, helps with the comfort, and let's say that control guarantee length uh, is a massive benefit as well. Michael, interesting what you've said there about the uh, the full system approach. Do you think it's important to customers or, or is this something that you really sell to customers that it's everything from one manufacturer and that you've got uh, a system that's designed to work together, it is a system that's designed to talk together for optimal performance and that the guarantees are the same length? It's a massive help. Um, you get you, you go out to a job and the boiler is one manufacturer and the controller is another. There's a fault. I mean, my heating's not coming on. And there's a fault with the, the controller. Now, if the customer had rang the manufacturer out, they might not do anything about it. They might just disconnect it. Um, if, it's their, if it's the same controller within the same manufacturer, they're more likely to fix the problem there and then when they turn up. Um, the fact that it's all one manufacturer, that it works together, it's it's going to sing. It's not going to just clunk. Uh, you're not forcing square blocks into round holes. You're you're getting something that's going to work correctly with each other. It's not going to. It, you're not shoehorning something in. The communication of them working together is is just so good. Uh, and once it's dialed in, once you've con- configured them to a certain way, um, it works that much better. The the fact that these controls are a lot more intuitive than the last ones, it means it's easier for the customer to use. But from an installer's point of view, we've got things like the adaptive heat curve on there that makes it that much easier to set up in the first place. Um, you don't necessarily have to have all of the information there. The controller will actually start to um, adapt the system on its own and bring in that extra efficiency through setting the heat curve up by itself um, you've got to give it the right information in the first place, but it will then start to fine-tune it. Okay, Andy, we've, we've heard a lot about the Senso controls with uh, with boilers, with um, Ecotech Pluses and, and exclusives and, and the like, but the Senso control range also work with heat pumps. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the Senso Comfort is designed to, to really take advantage of our, uh, well, all of our range of, of heat pumps. So the Aerotherms, the Flexotherms, the Aerotherm Plus, and all of the current um, available heat pumps uh, in the marketplace, as well as what's coming uh, in the next few years. So the way that it does that is it it's it kind of um, to say that the control is a separate product to the heat pump is 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 not strictly true because there's a lot of functionality on the controls which also bridges across to the heat pump so the actual heat pump wouldn't be able to function without it so um, that's things like the automated commissioning side of things. So it will do a scan. Obviously, heat pump systems tend to have a couple more modules on than, than the typical uh, gas boiler system. And things like that are picked up 
in the initial commissioning so it will do an ebus scan to see what modules are connected and it will guide you through the initial setup so so for, sort of from the moment that you first switch it on you're starting to see the the, the advantages of having one of the new controls in, in, installed with the heat pump so that's above and beyond what we did before so you, you could still do the same thing with the older controls but the, the the commissioning was more it was asking you what modules are connected so now we're, we're changing the, the game a little bit and, um, and and really sort of turbocharging that 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 commissioning now moving into things like cooling, uh, obviously the sensor comfort's got the humidity sensor on there, so it can do uh, cooling and it can monitor the dew point to prevent condensation, um, as well as it will fully modulate. So with the compressors on our ranges of, uh, of heat pumps, they're inverter driven, so it means that there's quite a high modulation rate on those heat pumps, which is which is quite important for achieving uh, you know COPs and, and efficiencies with these with these products. And realistically, uh, the controls uh, I've sort of touched on it already, but they provide the information for that heat pump to make the decision um, on what compressor speed to run at and what modulation to go at, so that it, it will be able to really uh, lav- leverage the, the best efficiency that it possibly can. And then you couple it with things like hybrid um, systems, which I'm sure has, has been touched on this podcast before, but with a hybrid system, uh, certainly if you've got an e-bus boiler, so a valent boiler and a, and a, and a valent heat pump, you can put the two together uh, and, and input your tariffs that you pay for gas and electricity. And then what the controls will do is, is they'll provide both the boiler and the heat pump with the, the information on the room itself. Uh, and then what that allows the heat pump to do is say, actually, uh, in this very moment in time, it's it's it's, you know, it's it's incredibly cold outside. It's the beast of the east again, if you like. And it just makes sense to run the boiler in this case because the boiler is going to be cheaper. But what it'll probably do is bring the heat pump on initially, get up to a, a reasonable temperature, and then it'll just top it off with the boiler. So it really allows for um, some intelligence that we just haven't seen before in these types of systems. So it's um, it's it's really exciting. Um, and, and yeah, it's going to get a lot more exciting in the next few years, I think, with the uh, introduction of, of, of the new um, IoT products that we've got in the, coming in the pipeline. Well, definitely exciting stuff. And, and you talk about IoT, um, Internet of Things. I mean, is there anything else you can tell us about that? What, what is the future looking like? So in terms of um, the future for, for heat pumps it's it's an incredibly exciting uh, area as it is with, with with our gas boilers so if you look to to the heat pumps you've got things like home energy management which is a, a really critical area for us and that's that's essentially managing energy around the home so when there's things like PV on the roof and there's uh, the sun's out and we can take advantage of that we can use that to top up the hot water cylinder and we can use that to, to move energy around the home but when you move into things like tariffs We've got time of use tariffs, so there are tariffs in the marketplace. Um, I'll not mention the utilities, but there's a few utilities offering these. And essentially, you get a different tariff every half hour for your electricity. And what, what we can do is start to leverage those moving forward to make sure that customers' houses are, are taking advantage of those cheaper tariffs. So really building on the intelligence that we've already got to, to enhance that. And then you've got the remote diagnostic side of things. More and more, we're seeing heat pumps installed in built-up areas, but it used to be that heat pumps were quite rural installations. So remote diagnostics was a, a key um, a key factor for, for heat pumps as... Uh, lads and ladies would would have to travel quite far sometimes you know three four hours to get to um, a customer's property if it's really far away and it just allows them to get an insight into into what is a a technical product uh, much sooner 
Thanks, Andy. I mean, you, you mentioned their time of use tariffs, and just to uh, to clarify that, that's um, an incentive really to uh, to use your electrical driven product like heat pumps in time zones where there's not a peak demand on the electricity grid to uh, just to smooth the smooth the load and, and make sure that we don't need excess electricity generation capacity and i think that's probably something important for the future michael there's there's a few cities up your way but there's also a large amount of uh, of rural area are you starting to get inquiries come through from from customers for heat pumps and and if so are you starting to think about uh, moving away from the more traditional fossil fuel boilers into the uh, the newer low carbon technologies yeah, definitely. Uh, as you say, we're in Northumberland. The Newcastle is quite close to where I am, uh, quite a large population, but a lot of where I am is rural. A lot of um, LPG, a lot of a lot of oil, uh, and people are now starting to make the move over to heat pumps, and as a consequence, we're starting to get more inquiries for it. Um, because of that, we're actually starting to go through the Evolve framework and get trained up on how to fit correctly the the heat pumps out there um so we're going through that i'm hoping to have that finished probably in the next couple of months and get all the qualifications in place and then yeah i'll be i'll be starting to fit them um but yeah the government schemes that are out there i think are certainly driving the the inquiries on these heat pumps as well and people wanting to do their bit for the environment um it's inquiries are definitely grown with it and with with the heat pump systems the uh, the control options become even more important just to optimize and and uh, ensure that the systems are working working um to optimum performance yeah totally uh, and generally um i've got i look after quite a few large properties and the option of having a hybrid system that's going to work under the same control system is uh it's certainly attractive um, been able to have both a valent boiler and a valent heat pump working together on one heating system and flicking between which one is going to be more cost effective for the customer uh, and obviously keeping down the, the kind of carbon emissions side of things as well um, it's a great selling point on that We've seen a few government reports coming out of the 10-point plan, the Committee on Climate Change, their, their sort of progress report. They are talking of, of things like hydrogen and heat pumps, but they're also talking about hybrid systems. And it was interesting, Andy, to, to hear you talk about hybrid heat pumps, which is a mix of a, of a gas boiler, LPG boiler, and a heat pump uh, in one system heating the property. Do you need to do anything special or different with the control, or is it, is it just a regular Senso comfort control that you'd use with the hybrid system? So you just install it exactly as you would with a gas um, boiler. It's just in, it's a simpler, especially if it's a wireless one as well. So it's it's just a connection straight into the e-bus as you would do with a, a traditional gas boiler um, for the heat pumps. And it will essentially, when you first switch them on, um, it will do a scan of the e-bus system and the control will automatically de- detect both the e-bus boiler and the e-bus heat pump and it will start the commissioning process for for a hybrid installation so it's prioritized and, and focused on the usability um for this product and making sure that the commission and certainly of these newer um, systems that, that are becoming more popular in the marketplace are extremely simple to to install so michael chance for you to tell us who you are and a, and a bit of a plug for your business as well if you want uh michael from your plumbing um I've been an accredited installer now from with Valent probably eight, nine years, maybe even a little bit more. 
follow me on Instagram. Um, not many followers, but I certainly have some more. Uh, same on Twitter, um, at Your Plumbing. And check us out. Andy, Michael, thank you for your expert insight. Just a reminder to installers that along with an extensive range of controls, including the sensor controls, Valent also offers a controls match guarantee. So the controls can match the guarantee of the product they're being installed with. This includes heat pumps when registered through the advanced loyalty scheme. As ever, the subject of controls and which suits which system best is a wide-ranging topic. Here at Valent, we have a wide range of training courses available for those who want to find out more about the Senso controls, and indeed our wider range of controls. You can find the links to these training courses in the podcast description below. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.